Welcome to another episode of Norman's Medical Review Podcast. Today I'll be talking about trivia, and this is trivia batch number two. The purpose for the trivia is to cultivate a sense of quick thinking. So you get a scenario, you arrive at a diagnosis or a treatment in a very short time frame, and um, it allows you to think on your feet. So let's begin. Question number one. How is community-acquired pneumonia defined? How is community-acquired pneumonia defined? It is pneumonia that occurs in the community or within 72 hours of admission. Question number two. What is the most common bacterial pathogen in community-acquired pneumonia? What is the most common bacterial pathogen in community-acquired pneumonia? And that would be Streptococcus pneumoniae or pneumococcus. Question three. Define nosocomial pneumonia. Define nosocomial pneumonia. And that would be pneumonia that occurs in the hospital after 72 hours of admission. Question four. What are the most common organisms in nosocomial pneumonia? What are the most common organisms in nosocomial pneumonia? That would be gram-negative rods such such as E. coli and Pseudomonas and also the gram-positive Staphylococcus aureus. Question five. Which is the second most common cause of community-acquired pneumonia? What is the second most common cause of community-acquired pneumonia? And that would be Haemophilus influenza. Question six. Which organisms are normally seen in a typical pneumonia. Which organisms are normally seen in a typical pneumonia? And that would be Mycoplasma pneumoniae and Chlamydia. Question seven. In alcoholics, which organism is most likely to cause pneumonia? In alcoholics, which organism is most likely to cause pneumonia? and that would be Klebsiella. Question eight. In nursing home patients, which organism is most likely to cause pneumonia? In nursing home patients, which organism is most likely to cause pneumonia? And that would be Pseudomonas aeruginosa. Question nine. Which organism is most likely to cause pneumonia in persons in an air-conditioned room for an extended period. Which which organism is most likely to cause pneumonia in persons in an air-conditioned room for extended periods? And that would be Legionella. Question 10. Which organism is most likely to cause pneumonia in patients who have received organ transplant? Which organism is most likely to cause pneumonia in patients who have received organ transplant? 
and that would be Legionella. Question 11. If a person has a positive PPD, the next step is a chest x-ray. What is the follow-up care with a negative chest x-ray? So again, if a person has a positive PPD, the next step is a chest x-ray. What is the follow-up care with a negative chest x-ray? Well, for that person, there would be nine months of isoniazid um, prophylaxis. And the reason for that is a person with a positive PPD has a 10% chance of developing active TB. With nine months of prophylaxis of isoniazid, um, that reduces the risk to 1%. Question 12. What is the characteristic triad of meningitis? What is the characteristic triad of meningitis? And that would be um, fever, nuchal rigidity, and a change in mental status. Question 13. What is the next step in caring for a patient in whom meningitis is suspected and has focal neurologic deficits? What is the next step in caring for a patient in whom meningitis is suspected and has focal neurologic deficits? And that would be a head CT prior to the lumbar puncture. Question 14. Which types of hepatitis can progress to chronicity? Which types of um, hepatitis can progress to chronicity? And that would be type B, type C, and type D. Hepatitis B, hepatitis C, and hepatitis D can all progress to chronicity. Hepatitis A cannot. Question um, also question, let's see. Well, yeah, question 15. Which lab values indicate acute hepatitis infection? Which lab values indicate acute hepatitis infection? And that would be hepatitis B surface antigen. And this is specifically for hepatitis B. It would be um, hepatitis B surface antigen and IgM. Question 16. How many types of botulisms are there? How many types of botulisms are there? Well, there are three types. Number one, contaminated wounds. Number two, inhalation botulism. And number three, ingestion or ingested botulism in which preformed toxins are produced by spores and get ingested. So remember, wound botulism, inhalation botulism, and ingestion botulism. Question 17. What is the classic clinical presentation of a patient with foodborne botulism infection? What is the classic presentation of a patient with foodborne botulism? And that would be symmetric descending flaccid paralysis. Descending flaccid paralysis. It would be symmetric. Question 18. 
which condition cause which condition would result in ascending paralysis which condition would result in ascending paralysis and that would be Guillain-Barré syndrome question 19 which pathogen is the most common cause of UTI which pathogen is the most common cause of UTI and that would be E coli and the last question question 20 what is the treatment of choice for acute prostatitis what is the treatment of choice for acute prostatitis and that would be Bactrim or fluoroquinolone plus doxycycline well thanks for listening and as usual push yourself hard work pays off and as always remember your brain is a fertile field be careful what you plant in it good night thanks for listening to norman's medical review follow us on spotify anchor google Podcasts, and if you're on apple podcast hit the plus button on the top stay tuned for the next episode remember to listen and study well take care